Our affirmation card this week comes from a quote of Dr. Ernest Holmes. And here's what the affirmation card reads. It says, God gives some more than others because some accept more than others. I think that quote just kind of cuts to the chase, don't you think? And we exist as spiritual beings within a spiritual dimension of thought, vibration, feeling, intention, primary cause, and spiritual laws, all collaborating in harmony to achieve one scrumptious desire and one scrumptious desire only. This singular desire, which resides as the cornerstone of every other desire, human made or not, to have ever been conceived is this. And that desire is to demonstrate the good of divine presence without hesitation or reservation. Every other desire flows out of that. It is out of this soul level desire that we get this spiritual urge, this knowing that we are here to create. We are here to manifest and to live beyond what society or others or family thinks we should live as. So we want you to take with you this morning a simple thought. And the thought is this. There are no limits to your ability to demonstrate the good of God as you perceive it. There is nothing in your past which may keep you from demonstrating the good of spirit as you perceive it. There is no one who has more power than you do to demonstrate the good of God as you perceive it. And lastly, there is absolutely no spiritual being, deity or cartoon character, up there or down there, who decides or impacts the good of God resonating with your consciousness and demonstrating as your journey as you perceive it. See, the only thing you have to decide is how much of this good of God, of Source, of Yahweh, of Spirit, of Big Daddy, of Big Mama, are you going to accept? The universe doesn't care how much you demonstrate. It couldn't if it wanted to. Spirit, Source, this creative energy that we call God, works in alignment with spiritual principle, not by human allotment. As the scripture reads, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So why not accept all of the kingdom? You have all that you need right now to claim as much of the kingdom as you choose. And you can label yourself king or queen of the kingdom. I just don't care. You can pick your label. I won't judge. There were no limits to the amount of the kingdom the scripture said you could have. There were no conditions either. There is no 11th commandment stating, thou shalt not try and have it all. Perhaps humanity needs an 11th commandment. Only it might read, thou shalt accept all the good of the universe, no ifs, ands, or buts. Michael Beckwith said, there is a lie that acts like a virus within the mind of humanity. And that lie is, there's not enough good to go around. 
there's lack and there's limitation and there's just not enough. The truth is that there's more than enough good to go around. The truth is that there's more than enough creative ideas. The truth is there's more than enough power. There is more than enough love. There is more than enough joy. And all of this begins to come through a mind, through a consciousness that is aware of its own infinite nature. There is enough for everyone. If you believe it, if you can see it, if you act from it, it will show up for you. That's the truth. See, this is the truth of your being. That there is more than enough good for everyone to create and manifest as they settle into that scrumptious core desire of energetic self. Which, if you recall, is to demonstrate the good of divine presence without hesitation or reservation. The realization that we have for you is as spiritual energetic being, you are an extension of the limitless good of God. Therefore, you have unlimited capacity to create and demonstrate this good within the physical realm. The reason some accept more of the good of God than others is some know themselves as that very same good coming into full expression more so than others. This means they know and affirm themselves as the good of God expanding into a multitude of expressions through their consciousness. This means they know themselves within every moment as always enough. Enough to demonstrate, enough to work in harmony with the spiritual principles of the universe, enough to live in complete creative freedom as spiritual beings enjoying the spiritual experience. This is a knowing, a belief, a vibration of feeling, a way of being that you may align with so you always create and act from the truth. And the truth is, you are always enough. You're always enough, which is the title of our lesson this morning. So I want to get us going with a little profound parable, very important for the lesson. So it goes like this. Once a minister was all excited about his upcoming sermon that he had decided on, and he told his wife, this Sunday, I'm going to be speaking on sex. Sex. And his wife said, now, now, dear, I'm not sure you should discuss that subject. Speak about something else. You know, something else. Sex is just so private. So the minister's disappointed. He said, well, I guess you're right. I'll talk about sailing instead. Well, Saturday night comes, and the minister's wife became ill. And the following Sunday morning, she was still ill, and so she stayed home that day. Well, the minister decided that his wife's absence freed him to deliver up his original sermon idea. And he went into service that morning and talked about sex. And after the church was out, two of the female congregants went over to see how the minister's wife was doing. And right off the bat, they told her how the minister's sermon that morning he was just into it, speaking with such gusto and vigor and authority. The minister's wife said, I don't know how he could be so smart speaking about that. He only did it twice, once in the harbor and once in a shallow lake. And both times he became ill. 
And the moral to the story is, all the good of God you create and manifest is subject to the perception of others. Subject to the perception of others. Just remember, the perception of others never matters as long as you are, let's just say satisfied and keep with the theme of the story, shall we? There's an affirmation that we want to share with you this morning, and the affirmation carries no magical power. It's not going to change your life immediately. But we, what we do want you to understand is it is the intention from which someone affirms the affirmation that assigns the power. It is the intention from which someone affirms the affirmation which has the ability to transform their journey. Now, I think the affirmation of the little one is a simple one, and here's how it goes. I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. So we're going to affirm that as one, and we're going to affirm it with confidence, with faith and conviction, and I'm going to ask that you repeat after me, I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. Okay, so now let's put some feeling into it. Let's act like we're going to believe it. I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good I desire. Very good. Very good. Esther Hicks said, in your action, you lose sight of the vision. You lose sight of your trust in the process. And you just bang around in a sense of futility. Hold the vision and trust the universe will acclimate to your vision. Hold the vision and trust the process. See, when she's talking about this action of living, being impacted, banging around in a sense of futility, it's because people get so wrapped up in the physical world thinking this is what they are, that they forget who they are meant to be. And who they are meant to be is a spiritual being creating with effortless ease all the spiritual good that they can perceive without hesitation or reservation. But we get bogged down in all this stuff that goes on out there. And they lose sight of the fact that they are not enough. Too many individuals are not living the good of God they were born to manifest because they have got caught up in living the expectations of others, living from fears and worries, living from low-level societal expectations, as opposed to living from one powerful affirmation. I am always enough. I am always enough. Les Brown said it doesn't, really, doesn't matter what's going on right now. The only thing that matters is what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it if there's something within your journey that reflects as not enough? This is saying to me that for some reason I have not been enough. What are you going to do about it? 
are you going to accept it as the status quo, or are you going to begin to peel back a little bit and say, all right, I accept I am always primary first cause to my experience. If I am primary first cause, somewhere in there, I have a thought, a vibration, an old pattern of behavior that no longer supports my being enough. And understand, there are going to be those in your journey who will say, you shouldn't expect so much. Don't get your hopes up. Life just doesn't work that way. And it's okay that they might think that way. I'm not going to judge, nor am I even going to attempt to change their mind. You know why? They're not here this morning. You are. That's why. And there's nothing I can say to change their mind anyhow until they say, yes, I am willing to accept more from the universe. See, your presence says, yes, I am willing to accept more from the universe. But they're always going to be where they are. They're not going to evolve beyond the spot that they are in. And they're going to be in that same spot 20 years from now, just as they were 20 years ago. Love them, ignore them, and move on. You know, there's the old saying that unless you're the lead dog, the scenery never changes. Well, following the crowd, getting caught up in that crowd mentality, means living the same life as the crowd. The scenery is never going to change. So you have to decide, what am I willing to do? Well, am I willing to say, well, that sounds nice, but later on when he gives us these spiritual exercises to do, so you got homework. All the new people are going, are you kidding me? What are you going to do? Are you going to bless you? Are you going to follow along with the status quo? Or are you going to say, well, let me just try this for the next 30, 60, 90 days. Let me set my intention right now to shift my experience with one core belief. And that core belief is I am always more than enough. That I am always the good of God in manifest form. That's your decision. I can't make it for you. But I can tell you this. I got stuck on old quotes this morning. There's the old Chinese proverb the best, that says the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is now. So let's consider our intentions as trees. What intention did you plant 20 years ago? And if there's not one that supports that you are always enough, let's plant a new one today. They grow very fast as you nurture them. They grow very fast as you nurture them. We want you to get to really comprehend that you were always enough and to live from that truth and that truth create from it, to even breathe from it. And what you're going to find as you begin shifting into that awareness and letting that be 
your intention throughout the day, throughout the evening, until you rise the next day and begin living it again, is the universe, as Esther said, will begin acclimating to that intention. You will begin developing, manifesting experiences, individuals that reflect that truth about you, and opportunities will begin to open up that were never there before. And it's not there because the affirmation had some special power. It is there because you lived the intention. You planted the intention and began to nurture it. And that's what we're going to talk about, is how do you nurture that intention until it becomes the driving force of your experience. So we want to give you a little exercise to try over the next several weeks or so. For some, it's going to seem rather easy. And for others, there might be just a smidge of discomfort, just a smidge. And what we want to remind you is, is that the butterfly feels, feels just a smidge of discomfort as it sheds its cocoon. And the exercise is based on our earlier affirmation. I am always more than enough, therefore I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. Now, I'm not going to have you affirm it again, so you can breathe easy now. At least not now, anyway. And the exercise itself is played out on the three levels of existence, the spiritual, the mental, and the physical. And the purpose of the exercise is to cleanse your vibrational consciousness of anything not resonating with your truth. And your truth is, you are always more than enough. You are always more than enough. So the first step of this exercise is for 30 days. And it's kind of easy in my opinion, and it addresses the physical experience. So what we want you to do is as soon as you get out of bed in the morning, you've had your first cup of coffee, or you've had your herbal tea for the really odd one. You are to affirm, I am always more than enough. Therefore, I demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. Then when you come home from the office that evening, or somewhere later in the day, you are to affirm again, I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. Now, here's the tricky part. After the affirmation, walk into each room of your home. Soak it all in. One room a day. Soak it all in. And if there is one item, something that is askew, which you think does not seem to represent your truth, as always being enough, Throw it out. Give it away. Donate it to charity. We just don't care. Just get rid of the constant reminder that that particular manifested energy somehow, some way, came into your existence and is not now serving your truth. What's your spiritual truth? I am always enough. I am always enough. Do this for 30 days. 
repeating the affirmation, continuing to enter a room until you've entered all of the rooms of your home, your home multiple times, and are confident that anything left remaining in that room, in those room, rooms, is a reflection of your truth. Now, two disclaimers. Number one, don't practice this on spouses or children. I'm going to get in trouble. For inanimate objects. Number two, if you can only enter one room a day for 30 days, we need to seriously talk about tithing. You have a 30-room house, okay? We're going to talk about that. What are you getting rid of? Well, you're getting rid of something. Why are you getting rid of it? You're getting rid of, getting rid of it because it wasn't as expensive as the name brand. Or some, you're getting rid of something because someone else said you needed it. You're getting rid of it because you said in that moment, well, this will be good enough. Good enough. And if it's not good enough to reflect the power of God that you are, the good that you have come here to manifest, then it doesn't need to be within your journey. So Elangia Van Sant said, your willingness to look at your darkness is what empowers you to change. Now, her wisdom introduces us to the second step of the exercise, which we're now into 60 days. We're starting the 60-day piece of the exercise. And it addresses our mental existence, our thoughts. And it's for 30 days as well. And for 30 days, you will arise and you will affirm. You know what you're going to affirm? I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. Then later that day, maybe early evening, you once again affirm your truth. Then you're going to sit down, take out a notebook, and contemplate, think about, and try to remember in the thoughts of the day that you've entertained. And if you had a thought such as, this is never going to happen, I just can't get it. Whatever it is, I can't seem to get ahead. Write that thought down. Write it down. Then turn the page and ask yourself, knowing, believing, acting from the truth that I am always more than enough, how shall I reframe this negative thought into a thought which mirrors and affirms my truth? So you want to turn the negative into a positive. And here's the key. You can't get out of the chair until you write something down. Dim the rule. Do this for 30 days. Write the negative thoughts down on a sheet of paper and write the new thought down which mirrors your truth. Now one last piece to this exercise. Every night before you go to bed, read over the new thoughts that you Speak them out loud. Absorb them into your consciousness. And at the end of the 30-day period, you will be absorbing 30 new thoughts which mirror and affirm your spiritual truth. Your spiritual truth. This step is very important. And it requires diligence since unlike the physical realm, 
we can't just throw away a thought. However, what we can do is dissolve it. We can neutralize it by focusing our attention on higher thoughts and ideas which mirror and affirm our truth. So last step. Yes, it's another 30-day step. Yes, it will require your diligence. You're now into the end of a 60-day process. You're entering 90. Every day for 30 days, you will arise and you will affirm. Anybody have an idea? I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. Then before you start your day, you will do this affirmative prayer as part of your spiritual work for the day. And I'm going to share this with you now. And I'm going to invite you to accept these words for yourself. Close your eyes and just be. This is what I know. I know all of the universe is of an energetic essence that is the creative power and infinite good of God expressing throughout all of creation. As this energetic essence is the foundation of all of life, I know it is the foundation of my very being, evolving from the core of my soul as the ever-expanding good of divine mind. It is in this truth I know myself as the good of God expanding the good of God and demonstrating the good of God in my every thought, word, and action. I expect the good of God to flow to me effortlessly, as the good that flows to me is the good which flows from me. I accept all the good of the universe without limits, as I know I am unlimited in my ability to create and demonstrate divine good of God as the good of my journey. I am always more than enough. Therefore, I always demonstrate more than enough of the good of God I desire. In the consciousness of eternal gratitude, I release these words to the good of God, knowing they resonate and demonstrate with the infinite good of God, which always So I'll tell you what I'm going to do with this, because I know all of you are going to remember that prayer, is for those that follow this exercise, I was just going to print it out and put it there this morning, and then I decided, no, I wanted to see how many people will actually go through this process. So I'm going to do two things. One, if you email me, I will send you your own copy, okay? And then in addition to that, when I, we upload today's lesson onto the podcast, I will also upload that individual affirmative prayer separately. So the people that go to the podcast, but we don't see them at service, they're going to go, what is this? But you're going to know what it is. It's going to say, affirmative prayer, I am always enough. So that when you get to the 90-day piece, the last 30 days, you can go in, listen to it, and also read it vibrationally. So it's going to be available to you. James Redenfield said, 
what did he say? I'm Tumblr. He said, James Redfield said, power, prayer power is real. By putting it into action, we will all we will be able to stay more consistently in higher awareness than ever before. If we can do that, the world will change quickly. So the way to change the world through prayer is by making the commitment to change oneself through prayer. That's how that works. So we want to define, am I ready to go through this 90-day vibrational transformation period. And if you are, that's wonderful. And if you aren't, that's wonderful too. How's that grab you? Because there will come a point when you say, I'm ready and willing. And when you're ready and willing, the prayer is going to be available. The steps to the exercises that we've given are going to be available. It's going to be on podcast. You can talk to me. You can talk to a practitioner. But you get to decide when you're ready. W. Clement Stone said, Definite, definiteness of purpose is the starting point of all achievement. Definiteness of purpose. What is your purpose? My purpose is to always know that I am always enough. I think too many people come into this existence and they know why they're here. They're here to be that good of God in constant evolution and expansion. And then it kind of gets trained out of them. Kind of gets trained out of them. And we can blame the parents. That's the easy thing to do. And we can blame the school system. That's another easy thing to do. But at the end of the day, something happens as people evolve from childhood into teens and then into adulthood. Once they're into adulthood, they can take responsibility. They can begin saying, well, if this was trained out of me, let me train it back in. So we don't want to get caught up in the excuse as to who's to blame. Who's to blame as to why that knowing was trained out of me? What I want to know is, am I ready, and I am, to begin espousing something else, to begin training a new pattern of belief within my experience? Tony Robbins said we will all act consistently with our view of who we truly are, whether that view is accurate or not. We will all act consistently with who we truly are, whether that view is accurate or not. Begin viewing yourself as that expression of good that you are. And then let it flow from you to create an experience that always affirms that truth. Allow yourself to say every day, am I creating this because it's something which affirms that I am always enough? Or am I creating something from a thought or an old pat old thought or old pattern of behavior because someone told me I needed to do it this way? What you're going to find is the universe loves originality, and you are an original. You are a rare breed of source energy, and that rare breed of source energy is all-powerful, all-good, all-omnipotent, all the time. Whatever you choose to create, whatever you think you want to bring into your experience as a result of always knowing that you are enough, that is your kingdom. Claim it. Put your crown on. 
Burger King has those little paper crowns still. But whatever you choose to do, do it from your truth. Do it from the knowing you are always enough. Because you are. So ends our lesson. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work and returns to me multiplied abundantly. And if 